Good morning and welcome, and we also welcome to the program once again, Dr. David Welsh, who is not only the health officer for Ripley and Franklin counties, but also a candidate for House District 55 in the Indiana House of Representatives. Good morning to you, Dr. Welsh. Good morning. Thank you for having me on such a beautiful sunny day. And indeed, and uh, of course, uh, you know they got the uh, the campaign going on, and uh, I know that uh, you've been out and about uh, uh, knocking on doors and so forth. But uh, uh, first thing, uh, and I'm curious about is uh, why you decided uh, to run for uh, House District 55 seat. Well, I, I've got a number of different reasons. Over the years, I've tried to be a voice for my patients first, and for Hoosiers in general. I've done a lot of advocacy work over the years. Um, when the Healthy Indiana Plan came out, I, I had a, a hand in, in shaping that. Um, two years ago, um, there was Stop the Bleed Kits for uh, something that we got in all the schools. Um, that was that was a result of a tragic shooting out east. Some of those poor children passed away because they bled out. And a group of stakeholders got together and decided, you know, what can we do to avert that in the future? And they came up with these kits that has tourniquets, um, pressure dressings, and, and so forth. And um, those kits are, are now getting placed where, or a lot of places where you have the AEDs. Um, and, and the American College of Surgeons, where I'm active at, I'm on their Board of Regents, uh, their Committee on Trauma has been working to get these in many locations as possible. And... Um, I went to Randy Fry and asked him to support it. He says not only would he support he'd carry the bill. And I learned a lot from him in that process. And I know that an individual, I, I can help the person across the exam room from me, across the operating table from me. But if I advocate at the state level or, or the, the national level, I can help a lot more people. And I learned that with my work in organized medicine at the AMA and American College of Surgeons. I've, I've worked with our, our Congress people, our senators, my state senator, my state representative, and when Cindy Zemke, Cindy Zemke decided not to run for re-election, I thought that would be taking my advocacy work to the next level. And I'm, I'm, I'm used to listening to people as a physician, and I think that that same, um, that same talent, that same, um, that same uh resourcer would, would work well as an elected official, taking that listening skills as a, from a physician um, to listening to the voters, to what their concerns are, and then fight for what they need, what their needs are. And, if, and of course, you're also a member of the, uh, the governor's uh, task force uh, for public health. And uh, how much of that uh, played into uh, your decision to decide to run? That, that uh, played a big part. As I, I spoke the other night in Connersville, and let the group know there what I had done in the past, what I'm currently working on, and what my plans are. And that commission will be making a report in August. Um, this past month, we went over the preliminary uh, in three areas, um, and this next month we'll do the other three areas with, with some of the recommendations that will be given to the governor and the state legislature. And I, it, it would really be proud if I was able to be, if the voters chose me and I went to the state house to be able to carry some of these ideas forward um, for consideration, things that will improve um, getting public health services, especially to the rural communities like District 55. And as far as uh, 
other folks, uh, were there uh, uh, people who encouraged you to run? Yes, I've had uh, good encouragement from, from patients, from friends, um, and from uh, other colleagues um, that, that I've worked with at the AMA and the American College of Surgeons, and, and including some of the elected officials that I've helped over the years. Yeah, and I was wondering about that, the, the, you know, particularly uh, some of the uh, state lawmakers, if if they uh, maybe uh, kind of put the bug in your ear and said, uh, hey, maybe you ought to run for this since the seat is open, uh, why not? Um, I, I did get encouragement. And last year there was a program called the Indiana Leadership Forum, and I participated in that. And um, I learned a lot through that process of what it takes to run or to help someone to run. And the folks that I work with there also were, were very encouraging. Now, as far as uh, the race is concerned, and uh, you're know, looking uh, not only for the primary, but uh, if you should happen to win on Tuesday and then uh, advance to the general election, what do you see are some of the big issues for uh, House District 55? Well, I think a number of issues are to try to get resources to the area. There, there's been some... Um, progress in, in improving internet um, access and connectivity and stability, but we still have um, a ways to go. Uh, we, we need to get uh, resources to the schools and to our first responders. Um, there, there are some fire departments that have, um, let's just say, equipment that's much older than it, it should be, and we, we need to help with that. We need to help with getting the, the schools and getting this so the stu- students can get access to some of the um, resources that are available in other schools uh, across the state. Uh, we need to make sure that um, we try to get help for farmers and small business folks. We need to decrease regulations so that they can actually do their jobs. Um, I'm in private practice. I, I have a small business, so I know some of those problems, but I've when I've gone out and listened to uh, the voters, I, I've learned a lot more what, what some of them are, are dealing with. Some of it's basic stuff. It might be a, a school crossing. It might be a railroad crossing. And in some cases, it's a matter of getting people connected to resources that are already available. Farmers uh, are really taking on the chin right now. Their, their inputs are extremely high. And, you know, if they can't get their inputs and, and get a loan and and get things in the ground, it's going to hurt us down the road. So we really need to, to help our, our farmers be able to do their job because we, you know, they are so important. Um, I think those are the big things. We need to make sure that the government doesn't overstep, that people are allowed to, to use their, uh, their freedoms appropriately. We need to make sure that uh, the government doesn't infringe upon uh, the rights of the individual, uh, whether it's in Batesville or the countryside or Connorsville or Liberty. We've, we've got a lot of wonderful uh, communities, um, and we need to make sure that the, the government does not overreach. The, the government needs to do its job, but it, it needs to uh, respect the, the freedoms that we have in the Constitution and, and the Bill of Rights. And we need to make sure that we, the government, is supportive of life, not um, infringing on it. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Dr. David Welsh, and he is a candidate for House District 55 seat. And uh, we'll have more with him right after this. 
Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Dr. David Welsh. He, of course, is the health officer for both Ripley and Franklin Counties. And he is a candidate for the Indiana House District 55 seat. And uh, Dr. Welsh, uh, you uh, touched on uh, the uh, Internet and also uh, health care and things of that nature. And I imagine that uh, part of what uh, you're looking at there is also uh, telehealth, the fact that it's so important or it's, uh, it's really come to the forefront, especially uh, since the start of the pandemic. But uh, as far as uh, you know, your, your thoughts on that, uh, where uh, you think uh, things stand. Well, we're making progress, um, but there's there, there's several different things to consider with the telehealth. One, we need to make sure that the internet stability and connectivity is reliable and robust enough to handle that, um, and, and that not only helps with healthcare, but with small business that want to have an e e business part of their uh, business plan. It also helps with schools connecting students. Um, one of the other areas that I, w- I would like to, to work on if, if I'm fortunate enough to make to the state house is to improve access not only to health care but to mental health uh, care. And the telehealth would play a big role in that. We don't have enough of folks in the mental health area, but telehealth will be able to help fill some of that gap. The other thing is um, dealing with substance use disorder. Um, that's a problem everywhere, including in our district. Telehealth would also help with that. So those are some of the areas that I, I can see standing up and speaking up for the voters in the area at, at the state house that, that I can do some good, explaining the, 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 how serious these situations are with access to care, access to public health, access to um, mental health care. All right. And then anything else uh, as far as that's concerned, and in particular with the uh, the race for um, uh, the House District uh, 55? Well, I think the one thing that's going to be important moving forward is listening to the listening to Hoosiers. They've got a lot of good ideas, a lot of good common sense, and um, that's something that I've, I've done from the get-go. I, well, even before running, my uh, people who uh, wanted to reach out to me could be they, my private phone number and private cell phone number and email were out there for patients to use or for citizens to use if it was health department related. And now if it, if they have a question, a concern, or an idea um, that's campaign related. And I would continue to uh, listen if I'm fortunate enough to win. I've already talked about uh, setting up a rotating town hall meetings across the district um, and I've already lined up places that would uh, allow me to, to come in and speak to the citizens in different locations um, so that I can listen to them firsthand uh, what their concerns are. I think that's, that's going to be one of the keys for an elected official, not just have a set of, of goals to, to go after, but to be ready to respond um, to what's next, to what's changing. And I think that's being a physician, that's something I'm, I'm trained to do and well-suited to do. Um, physicians are taught to, to listen. They're, they're taught to watch for changes and um, 
make appropriate recommendations when the situation changes. All right. So again, uh, accessibility and uh, things of that nature. And as far as uh, uh, the, uh, the the reception that uh, you've uh, received so far uh, on the campaign trail when you've uh, gone out and uh, talked to people around the House District 55, and uh, uh, how's it been out there on the campaign trail? You know, it has been ex- it has been wonderful. Um, we have fantastic people in our area. Um, I've had people that have asked me to step in out of the cold, but some of the days I've, I've gone door to door, it's been cold and raining and sleeting and snowing, and I've been invited into homes. Uh, people have offered water. Um, people have asked me to sit down because they uh, they needed to to air what they what their concerns are, and they gave me an opportunity to to listen. Um, they've been fantastic. I, I've had uh, I'd say that there, you know there's, there's been a few doors that got shut abruptly, but that's that's the exception. But overall, people have been fantastic. They have been encouraging. Um, they have been open to uh, the things I've had to say, and they uh, many have come up with some great ideas and put on my radar things that uh, I wasn't aware of. Um, there's been some railroad crossings that need to be addressed. There's some uh, of the slab bridges in some of the counties in some of the county roads that are concerning people. Um, I've talked to folks about health care issues that have come up from them personally or their family members. Last weekend, I actually came across some mental health crisis situation that I had to kind of suspend campaigning until I got inf- information to that person to try to get them help. So it's it's been a really good experience. I have enjoyed every minute of meeting Hoosiers across the district and learning from them, and I hope to continue to, to learn from them because there's there's gaps that need to be addressed, and I'm, I'm, the more I meet people, the more I'm motivated to try to do my part to help. And uh, moving on to uh, so, some other topics here real quickly, uh, and this is in particular uh, the uh, the one the positions you're uh, more known for around the area before the um, for the you launched your campaign, and that is uh, health officer in uh, both uh, Ripley and Franklin counties. And uh, uh, what are some things that uh, you've been dealing with, or some things that uh, you feel like uh, need to be brought to the forefront in uh, each of those counties? Well, I'm I'm really proud of both of the health departments, and I can tell you now that we're fully staffed. Um, there there was some turnover um, with the, the goings on the last um, two years. Uh, we, and in addition to getting uh, the, all the basic um, uh, resources in play, we, we've added resources to the area. Um, for instance, um, people can go to the health departments to get help with car seats and how do you put them in correctly. Uh, we've had situations where we, we, we've had been able to help folks with their regular immunizations. We've been able to respond to questions about restaurants and doing the, doing getting all the inspections up to date so that the community can rest assured that um, where they go out to eat and enjoy are being checked as, as, as they're supposed to be. Um, we're responding to, you know, complaints, and sometimes it's bigger complaints or smaller complaints, but the community needs to know that their local health departments are stepping up and doing their job to to make things as safe as possible for them in, in the community. And I, I can tell you, I would go to any of the locations, um, since I get to see the re- inspection reports, 
I'm, I'm proud of our small businesses. I'm proud of the work that our restaurants are doing um, to keep the community safe and serve very tasty meals. So uh, I think that's important. Um, when things do come up, uh, the health departments um, are ready. When people need their uh, inspections, you know, when they're building that house and they, and they need help with that um, with that septic system, um, I'm proud of the work of the health departments. Uh, when they need uh, assistance connecting with state resources, um, the local health departments are, are there to act as an ombudsman. So I'm, I'm very proud of, of the work they're doing. Um, we're, both health departments are up to date on, for instance, the storage of the vaccines and um, getting um, clinics out to help make sure the students are ready uh, when schools um, are ready to open again next year. Um, and we're working with the we're working with the schools. We're working with the area businesses when they have questions, when they have uh, challenges. Um, we're we're there to help. And um, I've often felt that agencies, whether local or state, need to work for the citizens. And um, I'm proud to say I'm, I'm, I like the work that the staff is doing. I'm very proud of them. They work very hard, and they really they, I feel like they really put our counties first. Well, Dr. David Welsh, uh, we sure appreciate your time this morning for uh, taking time out, uh, not only of your uh, your medical practice, but also as the Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer, but also taking time out from campaigning to uh, join us on the program this morning. Well, I, I thank you, you and WRBI for what you do for uh, the community, keeping folks informed, um, whether it's uh, weather alerts, uh, school alerts, or Really appreciate keeping people informed as the, the uh, local school sports uh, outcomes and when you air the uh, air those games, um, uh, it means a lot to the community. When when I go out and I talk to folks, especially campaigning, you know, there's a lot of them that can't get out uh, for any number of reasons. So when they can when they can rely on radio station like WRBI to keep them informed, that means the world to them. When they can track what their grandkids are, are doing in sports, that really means a lot to them. And even letting folks know about events and whether it's funerals or festivals, um, that keeps the community well informed and, and engaged and involved and I think plays a key role as to why this is such a wonderful area to, to live and work. Well, we appreciate those kind words. Thank you very much, Dr. Welsh. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you. And, and uh, I hope everyone is, is having a good day today.